This is Happiness Solved with America's Happiness Coach, Sandy Scarlatta. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode. I am so happy you're here. So I recently had an amazing opportunity to talk about this topic on live TV, and I think that it's just, it's a timely thing to start my podcast with. And it's basically reset and de-stress. So, you know, stress is still a huge factor in today's world. And it is such a major problem that is affecting people both mentally and physically. According to the American Psychological Association, stress affects all systems of the body. That's right. Every major system of our body can be affected by stress. Now, WebMD reported that 43% of all adults suffer adverse health effects from stress, like high blood pressure, skin conditions, depression, and anxiety. And 75 to 90% of all doctor's office visits are for stress-related ailments and complaints. That number is staggering. So I always like to say, at any time during the day, you can press the reset button right? And reset your day, just like you reboot your computer when it's not functioning properly. So here are my five tips to reset your day and help you reduce stress. Step one is exercise, right? Exercise is going to raise your endorphins. It's going to get your heart rate up, and that is going to help you reduce your stress. So take a walk in nature, dance to your favorite music, ride a bike, anything that you enjoy doing is going to help reduce your stress. Step two, gratitude. Every day when you wake up, make a list of everything you have to be grateful for. And at any time during the day when you need to reset your day, focus on your blessings and feel its loving embrace. You will be amazed at how quickly you will feel better. Tip three, deep breathing. All you need to do is take 10 slow, deep breaths in through your nose and out through your mouth. Okay? This is also an amazing way to reduce your anxiety. Tip number four, grounding or earthing. So this just simply means taking off your shoes outside and feeling the grass or the earth beneath your feet, right? This is energizing and balancing for your emotions. So imagine yourself walking on the beach if you've ever experienced that, right? the sun's shining, you've got a breeze blowing, you hear the sound of the ocean. But what's really happening is that your your feet are touching the earth. That's why it feels so great. So just take off your shoes and walk on the grass. You don't have to go to the beach. And the last step, number five, is trust. Learn to trust that everything is going to work out exactly as it's supposed to, right? It always does. And I always like to add to that, If you can control a situation, then there's nothing to worry about because you have control over it. If you can't control a situation, then there's no need to worry about it because it's something that is completely out of your control. So I hope you enjoyed these tips and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Today's guest is Beth Shaw. As a creative visionary and entrepreneur, Beth has redefined wellness in America. She's the author of four books, and her work has challenged industrialized wellness and paved the way for a passionate and responsible approach to all-around wellness. 
Beth revolutionized the fitness industry by bringing yoga into the mainstream with her inclusive and impactful style of yoga for over 22 years. She has been exploring, researching, and developing fitness and wellness programs for more than 25 years. In her latest book, Healing Trauma with Yoga and Mind-Body Techniques, Beth provides tools and techniques drawn from her work as a recovery and health coach. She offers a deep understanding of the physiological, psychological, and emotional changes brought on by trauma and depression with techniques to survive and thrive through these sometimes debilitating conditions. You don't want to miss this interview. Hello, Beth. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really am just so honored that you wanted to be on my podcast. Thank you so much. Yeah, so you you have a very interesting background, and I can't wait to hear all about it. So where, where are you located? Uh, right now, I am in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Wonderful. Love it down there. Love it down there. So you are the founder of YogaFit. Yes. So, so how did that all come about? Well, the short story is that after college, I moved from New York City to Los Angeles, and I started studying yoga formally, although I had been doing it since childhood. And I took um, a couple of in-residence teacher trainings. You know, at that time, you typically had to go like and live somewhere for a month. And when I came back to teach at health clubs in LA, I found that what I had been taught really did not I work in the health club environment. So I started teaching the style that is yoga fit and it was very successful. I did a cable TV show. I did a clothing line. I caught the attention of one of my students who was uh, an angel investor and he helped me incorporate the company and raise some money. And we did our first yoga fit teacher training in Fargo, North Dakota in 1997. And we've been operating as a school ever since. And congratulations on that, by the way. That's really, Thanks. really incredible. So what is the style of yoga that Yoga Fit teaches? Well, now we teach kind of so many different styles, but we have some core foundational applications to any of our practices. Something we call the three mountain format, which models the traditional group exercise format of warm up, work and cool down. So we always make sure that people are safe. They're taken care of. They're warmed up. We use a lot of transformational language. We have the essence of yoga fit, which is breathing, feeling, listening to your body, letting go of judgment, expectation, and competition, and staying present in the moment. And, you know, they're, they're just, we really focus a lot on safety as a school and keeping people feeling good in a safe and healthy way. Right. Now, are, is the school, does it have multiple locations? Like, tell me more about the format and how, how people can get trained with yoga. Fit. Well, pre-COVID, we were doing 15 conferences a year across North America, all of which can be found on our website, yogafit.com. And then we were also doing about a thousand in-person weekend trainings at universities, hospitals, health clubs, military bases, and the like around the world. Since COVID, we've pretty much gone to, I would say right now, we're at about 80 85% online school. Uh, but we're going back in person. In fact, this past weekend, we had our first conference in Scottsdale, Arizona, with not as many people as we used to have at that conference, but nevertheless, it went off. 
Fantastic. Yeah, COVID certainly changed everything. So tell me how yoga, because you know, you, you, said, you mentioned that you started doing yoga when you were younger. So what was it that yoga did for you from like an emotional, spiritual level? Well, as a child, uh, around six years old, I started to get horrible migraine headaches. I would see white spots in front of my eyes and I knew it was coming and it would be pretty debilitating. Oftentimes I would be nauseous and, and you know what ensues after that. So I taught myself how to do guided imagery and meditation at a very young age. And yeah, I mean, how did you even learn about that? I have no idea. I mean, I there's so many things in my life I just consider direct spiritual intervention. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that was one of them. So from there, I, I, you know, when I was doing yoga poses as a kid, I really didn't know what they were, you know, plow pose and shoulder stand and, and things of that nature. And then when I was in college, I was stretching one day in the gym after a workout, and it's like the sky parted. And again, with the white lights, but this time it was more positive. I got a message that I was going to be very successful in the health and fitness industry. Also in college, I was involved in a really bad car accident. I was rear-ended in a little Mazda RX-7 by a big car. Oh my goodness. And I was sent to some chiropractors after that. And these guys were really cool. They were former basketball players turned chiropractors and they turned me on to food combining. And I read my first nutrition book. It was called Fit for Life. And it really impacted me. It changed my life. And it got me on a path of studying nutrition from the time I was in college. Also, I used to try to find like, you know, supplements to reduce sugar cravings and things to improve mood. And so it's, it's lifelong, probably several lifetimes of study for sure, but I'm sticking with it. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you've, how many people have you trained so far? We've trained at least 250,000 people worldwide in the in September, it'll be 24 years that we're operating as a school. That's incredible. That's a lot of people. I mean, th th those numbers are, are just astounding. Yeah. And that doesn't even count like people we might see at a conference for a master class. You know, pre-COVID, I was traveling around the world teaching at fitness conferences. Um, in 2019, I spent three weeks in Asia and Singapore, Shanghai, Tokyo, and, you know, you see hundreds of people at those events too, but I, I don't, I don't count those in our numbers. Wow. Wow. So I have, you know, a lot, a lot of my friends are into yoga. As I mentioned before, we started taping the interview. One of my very, very closest friends is a yoga instructor. And I feel like there's, you know, two types of people that, that do yoga and, like for me, yoga is a way to relax and, and, you know, strengthen and whatnot. But I know so many people that through yoga, they found their spirituality. Yeah. So, so tell me about that because I was already very spiritual before I started doing yoga. So, so it's the different, it has a different meaning for me, but I know so many people and, and I'm curious about that. Well, I mean, starting with the relationship with the self, yoga gives us a wonderful opportunity to practice witness consciousness, to witness our bodies, where we might be tight, where we have an injury, what poses we're good at, if we don't have a good sense of balance, if we need to improve our strength. It also gives us the opportunity to observe the mind and the thoughts you're having during, we're just talking like straight up yoga class, the thoughts you're having during the class 
you know, are we have practicing negative self-talk? Are we saying my hamstrings are too tight or I need a pedicure or, you know, that person in the corner is doing the pose much better than I am. So we get to watch our self-talk and then observe our thoughts, you know, and from that place of becoming aware of the self, I think we become a lot more open to other forms of awareness. And it's really, I mean, I think it's very difficult actually to practice and not get some sense of spiritual awareness because you get a sense of peace and calm and interconnectedness that we get through our seventh chakra that we're all really one and we're connected. And and there's much more. And, and in yoga also there's something we call maya, which means illusion. And you know, how much of the world is an illusion and what our own perhaps limiting belief systems are that are blocking us. So a, a lot of very powerful things happen. I mean, for me as well, I, I like to consider yoga the gateway drug. And by that, I mean that, you know, once you open the door with uh, your body and your mind, other things happen. Right. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So you are a best-selling author, I believe, two times, right? Yes. Oh, so tell me about your first But I've book. published four books. Oh, you actually. published four books. Okay. Yeah. So tell me about... I want to hear all about your books. So so what was the first book that you published? The first book was published by Human Kinetics Publishing. They're the largest sports fitness publishing company worldwide. And it was called Yoga Fit. That book has been on the market since 2001. And it sold over 100,000 copies worldwide. That's huge. And, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a really good book. It's in its third edition right now. So it's even better than the original one. My second book was called Yoga Lean, and I have to say it's probably my favorite book. And it's all about taking that witness consciousness and then turning it into lean consciousness so that you really have much more control over your physical body and also over your appetites and um, your hunger and your desire for something that you might not even want or might not for your body. And hmm. Yoga Lean is based on Ayurveda. It's also got okay. 35 gluten-free vegetarian recipes in it. There's a chapter on weight training. There's a chapter on space clearing, which I'm all about. There's another chapter on uh, supplements. So, and breathing, of course, meditation, but all again with the basis of Ayurveda, knowing your dosha. So it's a, it's a really interesting book. It's a unique take on uh, staying height to weight proportionate, let me say that. And um, yeah, it's it's really probably my favorite book. Neat. So tell me a little bit more about space clearing. Well, space uh, chapter three of Yoga Lead goes into keeping a clear space, at least in your kitchen, if not in your home, because many times our exterior world is a reflection of our interior world. And, you know, I mean, I'll say for myself, I have like a thousand thoughts and ideas and I have a pretty busy mind. If my exterior is full of junk and clutter and disorganized, it's going to be ma making it much more challenging for me to just kind of get through life. And getting through life also involves making time to exercise, eating clean, having time to take your supplements and all of that. So it's about making the outside a reflection of what you want the inside to be. I love it. And that for most of us is that we want to be peaceful and calm and healthy. Yes. Yes. I always talk about that, the, the clutter. It's not just clutter in your mind, but your environment. That's okay. So your third book. My third book is called The Yoga Fit Athlete, and it's a sports-specific book 
for people who practice sports, even if they're weekend sports and just how to balance your body out with yoga. We also go a lot into a visualization and meditation. I have a, a something in the book I call the winner's coin, and that is one side of the coin is meditation to clear the mind. And the other side of the coin is guided imagery and positive self-talk so that you're filling that empty space with positivity. Nice. Nice. I love that. And yeah, I'm, uh, yoga is so important for athletes, for sure. Yeah. I mean, even, even you know, you go to the gym for an hour and lift some weights. It's really important to do some 10 minutes of yoga at the end to stretch everything out. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Your hips will thank you. <laughs> for sure. For sure. And um, I'm very much into tennis now. Oh. And, you know, Novak Djokovic just won his third Grand Slam for this year. And he's on track to possibly win the U.S. Open. And he will be the only the second person in the Open era in history to win a calendar Grand Slam. I'm only bringing him up because his whole thing and his he attributes his success to his stretching. Oh, I believe that. You know, because I what they do that. out there on the courts for four to five hours is incredible. <laughs> Yeah, I just started taking tennis lessons again after a brief hiatus called I actually didn't play since I was in college. And I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I wish I found it as a child. I it, I would have had probably a lot more success than as a figure skater. <laughs> but uh, that's that's really neat. So so then your fourth book, when did, did that come out? Uh, my fourth book uh, came out very conveniently just before the pandemic. It is called Healing Trauma with Yoga. Nice. And, you know, it's something that everybody needs to heal right now. So it was very timely. Yeah, no kidding. So t talk a little bit more about that. Uh, this is a book that first gives you an assessment to see how much childhood trauma you had. It's called the ACE test, the Adverse Childhood Experiences Test. It's a simple nine-point test. And so you take the test, you kind of see where you are in the scale because, you know, if people have been in households where there's divorce or fighting or domestic violence, sexual abuse, parents into drugs and alcohol, someone went to prison, they're going to score higher on the ACE test. And unfortunately, the higher up we score in this ACE test, the more chance we have for unstable job history, bad relationships, divorce, depression, suicidal tendencies, and all of that. So it's kind of, you know, I wish they gave that test to everybody at 16 years old. I would have saved myself a lot of bad relationships and <laughs> a lot of other stuff. But, um, but in any event, then we talk about what trauma does to the brain, because trauma actually changes your brain. So does fear, by the way. So, you know, the the fear state that the entire world is living in now, I'm sure if we measure children's brains pre and post COVID, we'd see that the prefrontal cortex has shrunk and everybody's in fight or flight. So uh, cortisol levels high, insulin levels high. So we see what trauma does to the brain and the body. And then we get into the solution mode. You know, why is yoga beneficial? Why is meditation beneficial? Breathing exercises, sound healing, Ayurveda, eating clean supplements, little biohacks that you could do every day just to feel better. And the last chapter of the book is living your best life, which is my favorite chapter in the book. And there's just 22 easy things that people can do to feel better every day. Wow, that's that's really incredible. So if you could, I mean, I, I don't want you to give out too much information, obviously, because we want people to, to purchase your book. 
but I'm curious, how, how does yoga help with trauma? Well, yoga brings you into a state of rest and digest as opposed to fight or flight. You know, studies have shown yoga to lower blood pressure, regulate insulin levels, lower cortisol levels, increase GABA production, which is huge. Uh, so there are so many health benefits of yoga and, you know, the opportunity to possibly clear the mind for an hour, the ability to get deeper into the physical body, again, to observe the thoughts of the mind. So, you know, with yoga, you're, you're practicing strength, balance, and flexibility all at one time. You're working against your own body weight a lot, uh, which for a lot of people results in having less body weight to work against. And you're just you're moving your energy around, you know, opening up the chakras. So it's a very holistic uh, practice that is very healing for people. And at YogaFit, we have our YogaFit Warriors program where we deal with veterans, first responders, uh, people who have had any kind of trauma in their lives, physical or emotional. And we have some specific exercises that are in the book that actually take trauma out of the body without people having to talk about what that trauma was, which is you know, good for a lot of people. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's incredible. Yoga fit for, for warriors. I love that. That's really great. So, you know, where can people find all of your books? Uh, they can find them at yogafit.com. They're also obviously available in the traditional channels like Barnes and Noble and Amazon. You can read more about my books on my personal website, bethshaw.com. Okay. And I'm doing a cooking show now. So if any of your listeners want to find me on Instagram, I'm Beth Shaw Mind Body. You're doing cooking shows. Yeah. Wow. You so know, we have extra time on our hands now with COVID and I love cooking healthy food. And I have a friend uh, here in Fort Lauderdale who's a celebrity chef. And so every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we go on Instagram live and we make something quick, easy and healthy. Uh, last week, we made gluten free Chinese dumplings. The week before, we made Caesar salad and Bloody Caesars, which is like a Canadian alcoholic beverage. So we have, you know, we have a good time. And um, I think uh, these days, if you can find joy in each day, you're very lucky. Yes. Yes, 100%. That is so, so true. So, Beth, is there anything else that you want to share with the listeners that you haven't already said? Um, just, you know, do yoga, meditate, listen to your body, recognize if fear is running you, if it is, consider other options of, you know, thought patterns and uh, just be, be as aware as possible right now. I think it's very important that people have their third eye open. That's what I'll leave them with. Have your third eye open. Love it. That is great. Well, Beth, thank you again. I hope that your success continues and I'm definitely going to check out your, your cooking show. <laughs> Great. Thank you so much, Sandy. It was such a pleasure. And please let us know when this is going to air and we'll make sure to put it all over our various channels. Absolutely. Would love that. Thank you. Have a great rest of your day. You too. Take care. Bye. Bye. It was such an honor to interview Beth and Oh my goodness, she's just so hugely successful and has just really changed our fitness world in such positive ways. And I certainly hope that you'll get out there and do some yoga and clear your mind. I know it certainly works for me. So once again, you can find Beth at yogafit.com or bethshaw.com.
For more information about me, please visit my website at sandyscarlotta.com. My book, Happiness Solved, Climbing 100 Steps, can be found on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. And please follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Coach Sandy Scarlatta. So as always, I hope that you and your family stay safe and healthy and that your life is filled with peace, joy, and happiness. Take care, everyone. Have you heard about the 2018 study that showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? No? Well, now you have. I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual, the company making traceability the new standard in the supplement industry. I remember staring at my prenatal vitamins and finding all these things I was trying to avoid. High amounts of heavy metals, synthetic colorants, and unnecessary ingredients. So... At four months pregnant, I quit my job and started Ritual because I believe that all women deserve to know what they're putting in their bodies and why. I'm so proud of our prenatal vitamin. The ingredients are 100% traceable. It's third-party tested for microbes and heavy metals and recently received the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. You see, we trace like a mother because, let's be honest, no one cares quite like a mother. But don't just take my word for it. Trace for yourself with 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast.